This episode of the Zach Sang Show is sponsored by... What? Uh, uh we don't have sponsors? Okay. Zach Sang Show is live. Oh, baby! Oh, yeah. hi, Dan. Hello. Hi, Cameron. Hello. Hello, Sam. Hello, Carlos Camera. Uh, Jet's around. Kelsey's around. That's producer Jordan. She's I, going by a new name now. I, I don't know if that's going to stick. It's not taking for me. It's not. It's not. It doesn't flow right. Uh, but by the way, like, no offense. The nicknames are not up to you. It's up to the person who is taking on that new title. You know that's not the truth. No, well, it flows for me. When I look at Jordan, I think Jet. When I look at Dan, I think Dan. When I, I look at Cam, trans- I think Cam. I think we need a transitional period, though. Okay, so maybe we- call her Jordan the Jet <laughs> for a for a stretch. Okay, and then we can just go to Jet. That's so long, though. Where's well, Jordan look, the Jet? I don't make up the rules. <laughs> I just enforce them. The phone lines are totally open here on the app, so you can call us. Just use AMP to get in touch. Uh, would love to talk to you. Would love it on this National Tooth Fairy Day. Happy Tooth Fairy Day. Yeah, yeah. Today, August 22nd, dedicated to the good old Tooth Fairy. Losing teeth when I was younger was very traumatic. Yeah. It was very, very intense. Mainly because, you know, my parents didn't have enough money or a ton of money to, like, get proper. I got good dental care eventually. But there were moments where we'd go to, like, the community dentist where, like, a yeah. dentist would come to town every month or they'd something. Pull up in a little trailer and... Uh, they'd throw you in the back, not have any Novocaine or anything, just yank teeth. Yeah, That's not a real thing. I promise it, you it, it is, is a real thing. No way. It is 100% yeah, a real Dan, thing. Roll up there in a trailer and no, yank your teeth Some out. places it's a trailer. Most... For it's us, a clinic. Yeah, it was a clinic. It, it was just a universal medical room that somebody yeah. would take over. A dentist would come to town. Yeah. Really? And it was, yeah, a way to get cheap proper dental care 100% I, I, you know we all we, we ain't all like you I say, you want to you know what us rich people had what'd you have <laughs> oh it was luxury look at me it's, I had the clinic <laughs> what happened by the way Cameron has like three teeth and they're all in different directions whoa no, did you not notice this have you ever seen my the tooth in the middle of my mouth Nick Jonas check this out <laughs> see that no. look, look, ah, this is ah. ridiculous radio can somebody describe it it's in the middle of my mouth it's a tooth in the middle of his mouth <laughs> I was the same as you, though. I, I uh, you know, didn't have the best quality dental cl- care, to my knowledge. To so my what memory. happens if you had a dental emergency back then? The trailer wasn't in town. Just rub some dirt in it, Dan. Yeah, move on with <laughs> Obviously. it. Obviously. Figure it out. There was one where I had a dental emergency where I broke my two front teeth in a hula hooping accident. <laughs> and <laughs> the funny thing is, that was last week. <laughs> it was rather intense. Can I got you- dizzy hula hooping and passed out. And fell on your face? <laughs> yeah, I haven't done anything athletic since. That was in 2001. I, I did not trust my parents to pull my teeth when I was a kid. So I, I'd have my teachers do it. What the? F- which now, if you consider that, like if, if a kid in 2023 went to their teacher and asked to get their teeth pulled, they would not do it. No, Cameron. You shouldn't For do a it. very good reason, yeah. Uh, well, dental emergencies happen. Dental moments happen. You got to lose teeth. You got to yank them. You got to pull them. You got to let them thrive. What's the most amount of money you got from the Tooth Fairy? A dollar, if I was lucky. A couple yeah. of quarter. I think I got a quarter. Like, like they were literally like this, this bogus. Like, here's a Tooth Fairy coin. Like, it's not a real money. It's not a denomination. It's, it's a Tooth Fairy coin. I remember this kid I went to grade school with. He got a PlayStation. Oh wow, under, under his, his pillow. pillow? Yeah. yeah, they were able to fit a PlayStation <laughs> under your pillow, kid. And you know what? What goes around comes around. He's dead now. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he, <laughs> what I goes around comes around. He has no teeth now. <laughs> He's all gums. <laughs> But you know what? He still has that PlayStation. <laughs> uh, that's rich. Literally, that is rich because he's rich. Anybody who gets a PlayStation as a Tooth Fairy gift is rich. He was one of those kids who like every holiday, his Easter basket had like a car in it, basically. Damn. 
You know, I hated those people. And then I hated the people who like on Christmas morning. I remember every Christmas morning on Instagram, I'd see this girl, Tiana, and she'd film her house just filled with this sea of gifts. And it's like, you are so braggadocious. You are so greedy. Mm -hmm. You are so in your face and flaunty. Like, ew, ew. Why are you rubbing your wealth and excess all over everybody's algorithm? And, and by the way, she's like 30 and she does it, has done it every year for like 10 years. Really? 15 years. Something crazy. And I know that every Christmas morning I'm going to go to Instagram. I think I actually unfollowed her after last year. I was so upset about it. Good. I, I was like, oh, I'm going to just see this girl flaunting and bragging about her Christmas morning. Loser. I started unfollowing I'm people not who have children. <laughs> Cameron the other day showed me a post on his phone where somebody went to high school with had a baby and posted the first photo of the baby. He goes, look what I'm about to do. He clicks unfollow <laughs> and he goes, she's gone. Yeah. Nice <laughs> knowing you. Have a good life. What do, do you do that because you don't want to see baby content, Cameron? Or do you do it because you know you're losing that person who was in your life to a child? I think it's a little bit of both. Like I don't want to see nonstop pictures of babies on my feed. So I that's, lo- that's one reason. Babies and then, are cute. you know, it's kind of like they have a kid. So it was nice knowing them. Uh, I'm never going to see them again. Not that I was, Hanging out with this person. I don't want this to come off wrong, but I'm sure it's going to come off wrong. But I can't stand when people pretend like they're the first person to ever have a child. You know what I mean? Like I they, do, yeah. they post like nobody's ever had Man. a baby and they're the first person to have a baby. And I get it's special. It's a child. Well, you created it. It's awesome. Well, cool, whatever. <laughs> but I've, I, on my feed, I see 300 of what you have. Like, yeah, but it's yeah. different to them. It's theirs. It looks like them. It's and an I, extension of them. And why wouldn't you want to flaunt what you built and, and create? And I get that, but that's what I'm saying. Maintain. Like, they can post like a all car, they want. Like a vintage car. But if Cameron doesn't want to see 3,000 little aliens, unfollow them. It's either that or I'm going to comment on every single one of them and say, congrats, you had sex. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's not the same. Which one's worse? Honestly, they're both pretty ridiculous. You think that's that ridiculous? I, I think it's insane to it's unfollow not- a friend because they had a kid. It's, well, she wasn't, it was, friend is kind of a loose term here. Okay, acquaintance. You know, if it was a close friend, I wouldn't unfollow. I might mute him. <laughs> I, Zach, would like to know, when you see babies on your timeline, what do you do? I get jealous. I think, oh, I, wanna, I want somebody in my life that I want to create one of these with. I love life. I love the creation of life. I love children. I love what children represent. I believe that the future of this world is way better than its current present generations. I think every generation has been saying that with every new generation of babies. Yeah, and yeah the babies so why wouldn't it become the same dickheads as everybody else? Yeah, but I have a responsibility as a, <laughs> no, that's not true. Yes, it is. That's not true. What do you mean? Dude, I'm telling you, there's so many moments, these, these bright spots of hope that just showcase how incredible the next generation of our world is. Gen Z, Gen Alpha, the one that's coming after Gen Alpha. They are so loving and so caring and they communicate and they're eloquent. There was a video that made my feed yesterday on TikTok of these two kids who I guess got into a fight earlier in the day mm-hmm. and they they show up on the stoop and the way these two boys just talk it out and they can't be more than six or seven. I saved the video. I'll send it to everybody. That's great. And what about the story I heard where two kids killed another kid for some stupid, over a girl? Okay. I, I, oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Sorry, that's downer. To the other, you want to huh? give me more details on that one, or I just read what? the headline and I just scrolled past it because, like, yeah, it's another day, another ridiculous story. I think those stories tend to get more of the attention than the good ones, I and agree I with think that. bad stories always grab headlines because it's clickbait. You don't hear about good things happening, but I do think for every good moment that goes viral, there's probably hundreds of thousands of you know 
just as great moments that are going on each and every day through, throughout our world that we're not seeing or talking about. I will say, you know my stance on children as a whole, but when I see the videos like the one you're talking about, they get me. Yeah, they give you hope, dude. They do. So they really give you hope. So I will be having children one day. Well, good. And I'll be contributing to the next generation of our world. I'm, I'm happy about that. By raising the leaders of tomorrow. What are you going to name your kid? I don't know. Franklin Delano Roosevelt? Mm, that was also taken. Also known as FDR. <laughs> if you had a kid today, hey, what's your nickname, that should, kid? That should just be his first name, the acronym. This is my son, FDR. <laughs> FDR said. Yeah, I like it. If if a kid popped out right now and they're like, Zach, this is your baby. What are you naming it? What are you saying? FDR say. All right, you no, heard it here first. No, I'd look at it in the eyes, and I'd say, "Baby, what do you want to be named?" And it would go, Kuka, Kuka. <laughs> and that's how Kuka, Kuka sang God his name. <laughs> it's giving iconic. <laughs> it's giving a great story. That or FDR. <laughs> it's giving a great TikTok trend. <laughs> Zach sang show. There's a lot to get to. Big day in music. Stuff going on with Scooter Braun. Stuff going on with Drew Barrymore. Plus, we got some zoo news to get into. Like Z-O-O? Yeah. Nice. And some news on some fat bottom girls. You know you know them, right, Dan? Fat bottom girls and faster. I can walk around. Yes. Uh, 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 uh. I know every word. I also wanted to talk about a relationship that I think I'm in. <gasps> Again, you think you're in? I, this is so confusing to me. Every time you say it. Nothing is exclusive yet, Cameron. Okay. But we are conversing. We are talking. Uh, I want to bring everybody properly in the loop. Okay. On it all. Uh, in a sec. But first, did you see this video that's going viral of Drew Barrymore? She was uh, doing a like a, an engagement, like a conversation with Renee Rapp, yeah. formerly of Sex Lives of College Girls. That was on Max. Mm -hmm. She left that show so she can focus on singing and touring and the whole thing. And she has an album out. For some reason, she won't come on our show. No clue. But she was talking with Drew Barrymore, and she did really a cool thing. Mm. Drew Barrymore came face-to-face -face with one of her stalkers. Yeah, and he literally calls her name out in the middle of this conversation, interrupts the entire thing, and darts for the stage. Comes right for it, and you can see Drew's jaw drop. Her eyes, they, they widen, and you can see concern, but you also can't. If that makes any sense, like she's, she's just confused. She's hiding it and remaining composed, but you also know that something is clicked yeah. in her, and this ain't a good situation. And the stalker rushes the stage. His name is Michael something, and Renee Rapp jumps up, throws her body in front of Drew Barrymore and whisks her off the stage like a security guard. Yeah, she definitely didn't like think twice about it. No, it's rather iconic and, and pretty cool. So it's for just, that... What is with the, everybody approaching the stage now, people throwing things at a stage now? No, we're, I, Dude, we're talking about a stalker. A stalker is going to do whatever it takes to get to the person I they're know. stalking. So if, if he's looking at Drew Barrymore's schedule, he's going to find her wherever well, she's at and get to her. I think people who are throwing things on stage are people looking for attention, uh, right? Public attention, virality, moments of internet success that are fleeting. Very different than what we witnessed in this video from this 92Y thing. We witnessed in this video a guy who has a history of stalking Drew Barrymore. Hands down. Like, you can tell. And people get his full name, and they start doing research on the guy, and, and yeah, as a the severe mental health problem. Again, I think different. Somebody stalking a celebrity compared to somebody looking to just, like, for a moment of internet fame, 
totally different. Well, like, that's not exactly the argument I was making. I didn't. I don't think they're the same. I'm just saying the general lack of safety for mm. people on a stage lately is incredibly concerning. But the other answer is to do something behind a screen, and then what's Which the sucks. point of going to a concert then? It defeats the purpose. I know. It sucks. You don't want that. No. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense one bit. Uh, a lot of things changing in the music world today. Uh, Justin Bieber's very famous manager by the name of Scooter Braun losing a few clients, including Demi Lovato. Ariana Grande announced today that they're no longer with Scooter Braun. Uh, there's been a lot going on with Scooter. You know him probably from the Taylor Swift drama or from being one of the guys who discovered Justin Bieber. Heard of him? Yeah. But the Taylor Swift drama really put him in the, the spotlight in a whole new way. Uh, Taylor claimed that Scooter, essentially without her knowledge, bought the rights to her music and all the intellectual property and all that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. like uh, the publishing. and uh, They bought the whole thing, bought the record label. And with that came all the rights to this music, and that's what births Taylor's version yeah. of the songs that we know and love. She only ends up re-recording and remaking these records because the originals belong to Scooter. So Scooter Braun has this massive company. He also has a hand in BTS. Like, very connected, very up there. I know him decently well. From what I've seen, good guy, but... I don't know. Today, it looks a little different. Um, Ariana Grande, like I said, gone. Demi Lovato, gone. And uh, Justin Bieber was rumored to be meeting with other managers and finding a, a new path forward a couple of weeks ago. And that, from what I saw, maybe Jordan can talk on this. That's not right, right? Scooter and Justin will be staying together and working together based on a statement release, correct? Yes, yes. It's switching every 10 seconds. That's, the, that's why it's hard to follow this story. Like, yeah. Six, a story just came out that Ariana is still with him, and Justin's still with him, and everybody else is leaving. Then North Story came out and said, Ariana's already gone. And TMZ is like, no, Ariana's still there. And then Scooter so. tweeted that he dropped himself as a client. Yeah. Yeah, he tweets, breaking news, I'm no longer managing myself. So I don't really think anybody really knows exactly who's with who and who's still there and who's not. Well, it's a very new, developing situation, and I don't know. I, like, just for instance, I got a call today from a friend who... I thought left Scooter's team. Yeah. And she still said that she was at Scooter. So I was like, oh, okay. This is kind of news in our current culture, though. Like, you you hear things, and then you just kind of have to wait a bit mm -hmm. to see what the truth actually is. And as things develop, we'll obviously keep you in the loop. But you may know even before us. So if you see something, you hear something, hit the chat. Phone line's over the AMP app. Totally open, too. Yeah, we're here hanging out with you. Just uh, vibing it out. I want to get into love in a few. Oh, uh, yes. It's the Zach Sang Show. Sabrina Carpenter launched a fragrance. Dan, are you wearing it? Uh, no, I don't wear fragrances. What does it smell like? It looks like a chocolate bar. But what does it smell like, Carlos? Do you know? I think it's called caramel something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so mm. I'm assuming that. I love caramel. Yeah, you want to eat that? Like a car caramel chocolate bar. Yeah, I'm not her fragrance. Caramel bar. dream is what it's called. Mm. That's nice. Mm. It's like a pop star's rite of passage to have a fragrance. Fragrances are really nice. But it's very easy to go overboard with them. Oh, well, yeah, in applying it, but also in designing it and launching mm -hmm. one. Ariana Grande's done the fragrances really well. She has so many, and people love the cloud, right? I've actually never smelled it, but I do get a lot of people saying like they love it. Do we know what it smells like? Well, does anyone in the room know what the, the cl a cloud is a dupe of? Because it gives a, a famous scent. I just forget what it is. If anybody in the chat knows, let us know. Wait, what was that? Is that... Does that mean she was uh, inspired by another scent? And she just kind of said, I wear this. I'm going to make one like this. Let's make it clear. I don't think Ariana formulated the fragrance on her own. I think there was a team of uh, uh, giant. 
I factory of scientists listen, that do something like that. I don't know how the Plus, scent machine works. It's more than a scent machine. And it's more than one fragrance. There's a whole line of them. I think she has like maybe five or six. I don't know. There's a bunch. Um, but it, it's not an exact dupe, but it smells like something that's familiar. I'm seeing lavender blossom, oh, juicy up. pear, giddy up. bergamot, uh, which is what again? Bergamot is like in a lot of shit. What is it? LA Lava is their own is version it, of a bergamot. Is it wood? What is that? I don't know. Give that a Google. It's, it's, probably, it's giving It's giving leaf. I love this. Creme de coconut. Cream Indulgent of, praline. Really? Ooh. Cream of coconut. <laughs> That's a hot nut. <laughs> Indul My pralines are indulgent. Mm. <laughs> what does that even mean? That's I like love a it. thick. It's, it's giving thick and juicy nut. You know what? I kind of want to get into the game now. You want you want to get into the send game? I, I think so. You can use five dollar words and stuff. Sounds fun. Do you wear a cologne, Cameron? Uh, I do. I do. I wear. Um, God, what is it called? I don't remember. Old Spice. No, I it used to buy the super cheap stuff from like Walmart because I thought oh, it all smells the same. It wasn't Axe. I think it was called like. Sam's Club, something or Sam's <laughs> Choice. No, um, no, but my wife started buying me stuff. I, I, it's not. I don't think it's crazy expensive, but I like it. Do you wear it though? I'm very sensitive to smells, and I don't smell anything on you. I can smell Zach from a mile away. I wear a very tiny amount of it. Okay, so that like if you and I, for instance, were to get intimate, Dan, you would be able to smell it. Okay, but in passing, you're not going to be able to like be overwhelmed by it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Somebody said to me yesterday, the nicest thing I'd ever heard. They said, you're the best smelling stoner I've ever met. That is kind of nice. Yeah. Cause I do smell good. I know Dan, you complained about the fact that you can smell me from a mile away. I mean, we I smell a, we, good though. We work in a very, very big building and I know when you're here, whether I've seen you or not, cause I can just smell you. Does everybody in this room smell me when I enter? I, I like it. Cause otherwise I'd have no idea where you're at. <laughs> You know. And by the way, Cameron has my location. I do. How do you describe my scent, Carlos Camera? I don't know how to describe it, but like, I mean, sometimes I know what you're wearing just because I've smelled those those scents before. But recently, it's good, and you've gotten some compliments from like people on the show too. You have, and, yeah, yeah. Guess like the way I smell. It sounds like Carlos has a very defined pa palette, like when he's, it comes to scents and things. Yeah, he's a good nose. You, you got you got a good uh, nose, snaz. Like when I walk past somebody and smell their thing, I can't. I don't know really the difference between their them. Thing. All I couldn't smell somebody and go, "Oh, I know what that is." You know. Uh, By the way, can. it's an what? art. Carlos can. Carlos knows. Uh, anybody else? Can you smell me? Compliment me. <laughs> now it's getting weird. <laughs> Insane pressure cookers. It's the Zach Zang Show. Love is weird, man. And I think I'm experiencing it. I think I'm in it. I'm in the throes of it, baby. So, uh, you may know, but I've been like trying to find love for quite some time now. 30 years to be exact. I've been on the hunt. I had a few brushes with love, few things that I thought could be love. Mm -hmm. uh, not love. <laughs> All not love. And I don't know fully what, 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 what I'm in now is going to be, but I do know that it feels way healthier and way more supportive and way happier and way easier and just just so beautifully effortless. That's great to hear. Than anything else I have ever been a part of in all the years that I've been out there dating and getting to know people and sharing my truth with people and being intimate with somebody or whatever. I've never experienced anything like this. And that's wild. I've been like going out on dates for a minute now. 
my, my, I, I was in love with somebody for a while and then they ended up destroying me and breaking my heart. Mm -hmm. And then I started going out on dates with a porn star. That didn't go well because when I looked away at, at our fifth date for like four seconds, they were making out with a 70 year old man at a bar. <laughs> I left. <laughs> then after that, went on a few dates with a Scientologist, mm -hmm. ex-Scientologist. Not great. Still haven't like ended it with them, but I'm going to have to. A nice person. Great guy. You met him. Everybody yeah. in the room met him. No, he's a nice guy. I like him. Yeah, really nice guy. Maybe not the fit for you, but he's a nice guy. Totally. And then I went out on a couple dates with some guy with a lot of money. Some like billionaire dude. And then I met my current human on Tinder. Mm -hmm. And we matched. And we were messaging and then they stopped messaging. I was like, no, no, no. Like, this feels right. I'm going to do something that I don't usually do. And I'm going to be the one that slides into their Instagram DMs. Wow. Because they put their, their username and their Tinder profile. And usually when somebody stops messaging you back on Tinder, it's not always about you. It, it's, a lot of people just stop yeah. using the app or they, whatever. They get sick of it. Or they're only on it and it's fleeting. So I sent them a message and they decided to respond. And we ended up hanging out the next day. That was last Thursday. We've been together ever since. Like, we haven't left each other's, like, side pretty Last much. Last Thursday as in, like, oh, five a few days, days ago? Yeah, five days. Okay. Five days. It's been the whole five days. Well, no, this is, I mean, it's good that it's exciting and <laughs> that you're, like, that's the reason you're sticking with it. I think that's fun. Yeah, it feels right, honestly, and it feels so easy and it feels really natural and none of it feels weird or uncomfortable and even spending all this time together instantly, Yeah. none of it feels forced, none of it feels out of place. It just is giving second nature. It's really weird. Well, still at the same time getting to know somebody every second of every day. Can I ask a few questions? Of course, Cameron. When you matched on Tinder, what stood out? Like why you said you, you slid into the DMs for the first time in a long time. What, what made you want to do that? Well, they were just, the way they were responding and the way we were talking and um, I don't know, we just, we vibed it on Tinder and I just felt this, this thing pulling me. I was like, I got to just see where this goes. Did you have a lot of messages back and forth on Tinder or just a, a handful? Amount. No, a decent amount. Okay. Because I feel like sometimes people get on the dating apps, message too much, and then never totally like make good on doing something in person. So in a nutshell, with this guy, we were messaging and they went to Tinder. I guess they had broken up with uh, with their, their boy. They, they were kind of in a relationship with somebody and they had broken up with them. Yeah. They went to Tinder. And then uh, we matched. Mm -hmm. And then we started hanging out. We've been hanging out ever since. Good. Have they basically moved in already? Moved in? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I feel like you should know as the Person leaseholder. <laughs> I mean. So they slept at your house Thursday night into Friday. We know that because we were at your house Friday morning and he was still there. So let's. Yeah, it was really awkward when I tried to use the bathroom and he was in there. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. So we have. <laughs> Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, and Monday nights. So that's four more nights. How many nights has he spent at your house since that? He's been at, what do you mean? He's been at the house every night. So he's basically moved in. Yeah, I guess. Does he have a key? No. Because <laughs> he does. No, but he has been driving the other car sometimes. Oh, man. But he has his own car, he has his own apartment, he has his own everything. Okay, so he has his own stuff. Yeah, he doesn't need my stuff. Well, it's just great. easier and we're just flowing. That's good. And to be honest, I necessarily don't want him to leave. That's great. That's no, good. That's good. I, I like that. I think just, you know, if he didn't have a car or a place to live, then oh. I'd be like, you got to protect yourself. Total red flag. Yeah. Total red flag. That sounds great. 
Do you, now the first it, night he slept there, he slept in the guest bedroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are we sleeping now? Oh no, we're definitely sleeping in the same bed. <laughs> we're definitely. <laughs> Why say uh, like that? Well, because like I may or may have not lost my virginity Whoa! at the age of thirty. Wow. That's really the, at the age of thirty. <laughs> you wave to the crowd. I sag sag. Have 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 lost my virginity. The Congratulations! Fuck are we talk about on the show now. Right, we have nothing left to talk about. That's the show. end of the show, folks. So it's been good. And, and just like that, I'm hanging up the headphones. <laughs> it's been a good run. <laughs> a real good run for us. Seventeen years on the air, and just like that, we're calling it a day. Clock it out. Wow. Okay. This is. How do you feel? I feel great. I feel great. And and by the way, I, I that's what I'm saying. Like around this person. I've done things that I never thought I would ever do. I am incredibly insecure. Mm -hmm. I am a never nude. Okay. Like the thought of getting even partially naked around somebody I, I care about or I'm getting intimate with just has never happened. Like maybe like, like, like again, like never happened. And I've been intimate with people still yeah. not naked. I ended like this person was like, I was, I, I like shower with this person. That, hell yeah that's crazy sick yeah nice. give, him, give him one of these yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, bro. yeah give him a good pounding yeah. you're used to that backhanded high five <laughs> I love it not like that, but that's crazy like the idea that like when I'm alone in the shower I still wear a bathing suit so the thought of being naked in the shower with another person is weird is that true <laughs> yeah I wear a bathing suit in the shower I have once but not anymore okay. but not anymore <laughs> not anymore yeah, well, that's good. So you feel extremely comfortable with it. Oh my gosh, yeah. And I feel comfortable with my body, weirdly, because they're so into me. Like, them being into me and caring about me and, like, being so into me has, like, made me, like, realize things in myself that I did. Like, nobody's ever been as nice as this person has been to me, ever, or said the things that they've said and has cared to me in this way. And I, I don't share all the details about, like, the past relationships I've been or even the, the last heartbreak I went through but uh, nutshell incredibly abusive and really demeaning and nasty and disrespectful and abusive is the only way to put it both physically and verbally and emotionally very very abusive so uh, to come out of that into something that's so the opposite and so loving and caring and healthy and supportive and appreciative and to be with somebody who I know is like gives a shit about me mm -hmm. it matters and that genuinely makes me feel very happy to hear well um, I have a couple questions. Can. So yes, Dan. Well, we'll start with we'll start with what you were just saying. So does this relationship make you just completely forget about the situation you were talking about? Totally. So we're just like, so you just meet this guy, and it's like, what what the hell was I doing? We're just we don't even think about that anymore. I have not talked to the person who broke my heart in maybe a week. Hell yeah! yeah Are we gonna good. keep that going? Are we gonna keep that streak going? Or yeah, I'm over. I, it. Honestly, I'm done with good. It. Lean into, into what makes you feel good. What to yes. what is good for you. And, and, and also I owe it to the, I, I owe it to this person who I like and I want to build something with and I'm going to go for it and see where it goes again. I've had no expectations. So the fact that it's flowing in this direction and in this manner, it means a lot to me. And I, I owe it to them to surround myself with the best people and I also so. to be in the best mental space uh, possible. And, and the person who broke my heart and destroyed me doesn't do that. Like they bring out the worst and it's not healthy and not great. And, their actions are, uh, you know, embarrassing for all those who choose to be around them. Mm -hmm. So I, I think at the end of the day, I'm, I've eliminated what was and that toxicity from my area and zone. And in doing that, I've allowed something so much more beautiful and healthy in. That's a good point. That's um, a good point. You have to eliminate, you have to 
what do they call it? Like cut away the wound so that you can heal and yeah. let the let the good things in. Dude, because you know you keep that that infection around, it just gets worse and worse and worse until you cut it out. Well, this sounds very exciting. I'm very happy for you. Yeah, thank you very much. I am really excited too. And you all have met him. Yeah, he's really nice. Yeah, I Dude. met him when when he was in his PJs. Yeah, oh my God, it was so embarrassing. Kelsey came into the house today, and I I don't think he knew you were there, and he walked out of my room in his underwear. Yeah. Oh, did he? And Kelsey just got so embarrassed. Well, I was, I was embarrassed. No, you wouldn't look at him. <laughs> he looks pretty good, you know? Um, can I ask my next question? Yeah, Dan. How did it all go? What do you mean, how'd it go? Oh, you know, the, what do you mean, how'd it all go? Oh, We're playing dumb now? You mean, have, yeah. I mean, you know, it's not my business, huh? Losing virginity. Yeah, it was good. Honestly, it was great. Do you feel afterwards, like, kind of a sense of relief that you can relieve yourself of that pressure? Oh, easily. Yeah, you know? I think getting rid of that uh, has just made... Losing my virginity... And not carrying that random weight around has definitely made my day to day a lot brighter. But also, it's real like made me realize that like sex isn't necessarily that deep, but it could be deep with the right person. Yeah. And I, I genuinely feel that this person was right. And the one thing I didn't do, and maybe this is where I messed up in the past, was I didn't tell them that I was a virgin before we started like hooking up. I don't. I don't know. I have mixed feelings. P people have different thoughts on that. I kind of think. You don't need to necessarily report. I agree. Everything like that. You're like him. I don't know. It's not their business, but also at the same time, like if you're getting to know somebody and what, yeah. Yeah, but I think it's better like you share that information a little bit later on. Don't yeah. keep it a secret forever, but like. Well, technically, know. as I share it today, I'd be lying. Oh. Say you ain't a virgin. So. Oh, shit. So, so that actually is like a real question of mine. Like that's a hot topic of ours and comes up in a lot of interviews. Like, what are we going to do? We're not going to, I mean, there's not, I mean, there's a thousand other things to talk about. Okay. I'm just, <laughs> I don't just, know. I, I don't know. We might be done. I, we it. might be done here. Well, no, now I'm in love. There's a whole other, there's a whole other era and in, in other books to write. Mm. I can't, that's funny. The Kelsey story of him walking out. Do you think you feel weird if I walked into the house in my underwear? <laughs> <laughs> or would that just break the yeah, tension? That's normal. That's normal? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Most guests show I just need to know. <laughs> I have your address now. Thank you so much. <laughs> No, I really like this person, so let's see where it goes, you know? I'm excited. Yeah, I like this is exciting. It is exciting. You do you like him? I mean, what do we think? Carlos, what do you think? On your is he handsome enough? Sure. I think he actually reached out to me like um <laughs> last summer <gasps> to shoot. Or I don't know, he said he liked my photos or something like that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So uh, I've seen him I've seen him around. I don't know if that makes me uh terrified or Why would that make you a scared? little more comfortable. <laughs> I don't I don't know him other than that. Like he didn't know who I was. So. Yeah. He's a fan of your work though. A lot of people reach out to Carlos. Yeah, yeah a lot of, a lot of people want to model. A lot Carol of people want to get out there. <laughs> Carol G reached out to you? No. To shoot? No. Oh, casual shit. I reached out to Carlos, but I'm still blocked, I think. <laughs> I'm in the requested and folder. You know what? Carlos <laughs> Carlos has a history of blocking people yeah. who don't give him the time of day. Carlos so. will block you, so yeah. you don't care. Good for you. I support the blocking, Carlos. <laughs> Do you ever share the famous person that you blocked from the UK? Nobody would know her name. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, do you want me to share? We make, we became friends with a group of UK influencers who are very famous for the most part. Right? And the one girl who had a liking to Daniel, huge crush on Dan. Yeah. Easy. What's her full name? We're not going to call her out like that. Let's no. just. 
Oh, well, just, she's like the Charlie D'Amelio of the UK. I think her full name is Her Majesty Charlie D'Amelio of the, the UK. Izzy. Yeah. It's really awkward when Carlos blocked the queen. <laughs> <laughs> no, so we were hanging out with them, and you followed her, but she didn't follow you back, right? Yeah, she like. No, she, I gave her my phone because everyone was trading phones. You know how they do that when they like yeah. give phones. And yeah, that was weird. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. That's what the kids do, Dan. Yeah, apparently I'm not it's a phone kid. swap. Everybody's like, let me get your phone. I said, for what? And they all followed themselves on my phone. So <laughs> took pictures down yeah, their pants. I like what's happening here. <laughs> <laughs> that happened. And then I saw she didn't follow me. And I was like, okay. And the night went on and I just blocked her that night. I was like, I'm never going to see her again. So You blocked her the same day you met her? Yeah, but then we saw her the next day, but- She's she didn't she didn't say anything. <laughs> I, I didn't say anything. It was good. Carlos, what's say you did run into her again? Would you talk to her? And number two, if she asked you to shoot one day, would you do it? Yeah, sure. But like now, <laughs> I don't know how to go in really until like unblock because I can't find her anymore. So <laughs> she's gone. Oh no! Once you block someone, you can't really unblock them. <laughs> yeah, forever. And just like come back, and just like that, Carlos Camera and Easy Charlie D'Amelio Queen will never become friends. Or creative collaborators. Are you going to shoot with the person that I, um, I could be dating or could call my boyfriend one day? Um, I'll send him my rate. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Gosh, there's a lot to get into. It's the Zach Sang Show. I thought I needed some advice, but maybe I don't. So, <laughs> I could be seeing somebody right now. I don't know. It's undefined, but we're definitely hooking up. We're definitely spending a lot of time together. Yeah. Maybe we'll become boyfriend and boyfriend when the time comes. I'll keep you in the loop. When it happens, it happens. What I'm f trying to deal with right now is that, like, they may be a little stinky baby. They may have a little smelly problem. What do you mean? What kind of smell? A little stink. I thought you are into that stuff. I'm into, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So certain smells emanating from certain regions of the body, yes. Other smells. Uh, what stinks on this guy? You it's know. What? Pits? Uh, you know, there's stuff. Pits. Oh. Pits. Bod. You know, I, I, get, I catch your drift. Yeah, how does one have that conversation? Um, I think you give him a basket full of smelly goods. <laughs> okay, Cameron. Okay. I know how to do it. <laughs> uh, what? You said you take showers together. <laughs> I, that's what I thought. Wash oh, your forearm. Honestly. I literally. I literally. <laughs> <laughs> you loo for me, I'll loo for you. Damn. Not going to lie. That's exactly what I thought. I'm not going to lie. I was like, just go in the shower and just deal with it. Figure, figure it out. <laughs> clean it more if they're not going to clean it. Yeah, that works. <laughs> All right. That is an awkward situation. I'll, I'll let you know. Well, it's little, hard to navigate. Describe the scent. No, you oh. don't want to. And to be honest, okay, so like, <laughs> I don't want to be having like total open conversations like this. You brought it up. Oh, you're right. Yeah, because I need to talk about it with somebody. Well, honestly, it's very relatable. It's very relatable. Many, many people go through this problem. Stinky babies? Yeah. Well, not stinky babies. I, again, prefer you to not use kid or baby or <laughs> no, child just people or boy. It's people smelling. Yeah. People got smelly stuff. And it's okay. Like, it's human nature. Like, it's natural. And I do think that, like, finally losing my quote-unquote virginity after all these years, it's made me realize, you know, humans are humans, bro. Just animal planet. That's what that, that song says. <laughs> is this something that is present in everyday life? I mean, yeah. I mean, like, we sleep naked together, so. Well, that's not everyday life. I mean, I'm yeah. talking about, like, you're going about no, your day. No, no. Like, if you were to, like, no, you wouldn't right. smell them, like, just meeting them at a grocery store. Okay. No. Okay. It's just when the fun starts. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then sometimes, you know, you gotta you gotta do work down there. and. Yeah. Yeah. I think I know. I understand. <laughs> well, I got Why don't you show us? 
<laughs> you know, I clearly got work to do on my own. Why you think you need uh, work? Practice? No, no, no. Pra- I mean, like I'm gonna clean. Oh, oh you need you need to do. Okay, you yeah, I'm gonna to clean it for him. Yeah. I think it's. I think we should normalize these types of conversations. I agree. We should normalize talking about people's you know junk that is beautiful but can also smell. Yeah, because everybody can smell. Yeah, Carlos Cameron is the only other queer man in the room. Any advice? Just clean. <laughs> That's solid advice. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I mean, I think it's easy. Like, like you, like, or or if you don't feel comfortable washing it for him, which I think you can find a way to do. Oh, I can definitely. You just do that. you just like wash yourself, and you kind of give him like a. I teach him how like a baby, <laughs> like wanna, a child. Like hey, a, you see what I'm doing? Your turn. <laughs> <laughs> you see me using the loofah like this? Yeah. <laughs> You see me where I put the loof? Yeah. You see where I scrub? You scrub too. Yeah. You scrub yeah. me, I scrub you. Yeah. I think that that's, you know, know, it's, like it's that. a thing, but I think it's navigatable. You can navigate that. The, oh, the yeah. hard one is. Here's what I'll tell you. The, I, I would hang around this person no matter what they smelled like. The They're into me is, so much. The difficult one is breath. Oh, yeah, because yeah, that, exactly. I think it's also harder to fix. Yeah. There's, there's many issues that can cause bad breath. And then it's also like when you're up close talking to somebody or, you know, making out with somebody. It's difficult. Yeah, it hits, Cameron. But the one thing that this person does that I do is they smoke a lot of weed too. So I actually feel really confident and comfortable, like maybe having smelly breath from time to time because mm-hmm. they definitely smell too. Oh, that's gross. Oh, yeah, but to be honest, you almost get nose blind out of it. So I'll take nose it. blind. Yeah, it's like two smelly stoner breath colliding into one. Is there a way to make me nose blind? Like in yeah, some certain shit. situations? No, no, no. You have to, well, the way you get nose blind is just by consistently subjecting yourself to a constant smell mm. to the point where you get used to it. I okay. mean, there's some smells you, you just can't get used to. I Trust me, I know. I'm dealing with one now. So much so that I'm going to clean it myself. I got an idea. <laughs> you can play Simon Says. Oh, like, that's a good Simon idea. Says, wash your balls. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know? <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, any ladies understand what I'm going through, though? Anybody? Sam is stepping up like a true hero. No, because my boyfriend actually takes care of himself. What the oh, fuck are you trying to say, Sam? Uh, Shots fired. Ba bang bang. What are, you, what are you trying to say? I'm hooking up with a dumpster? He's not some piece of shit. <laughs> what? I only have sex with garbage cans? Yeah. You've showered with him, right? Yes. So. Have you seen him actually clean down there? That wasn't necessarily a shower like that. Okay, well, yeah. understandable. <laughs> but you can get two birds with one stone when you do that. <laughs> it's like that, like the typical thing. Like, yeah, you go to the shower, you wash yourself. But like, no, like can I, you both? I was not focused on hygiene. First, I was focused on like, do I shower with a fucking hoodie on right now, or do I actually take it off? <laughs> And then once I got in the shower, finally naked, I'm like, what the fuck is another person doing here? <laughs> this is crazy. I haven't- Actually, if you think about it, one of the weirdest it's things so that weird. can happen if you shower with somebody is if they're actually cleaning themselves. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it truly is. No, it's like, what are we doing? Those are the moments we're both cleaning our own bodies in front of yeah, each other. Yeah, I don't necessarily want to be in the shower at that moment. Like, those are the times where, like, do you, you do you. I'll be here when you're ready. Yeah. Nobody in this room has asked how old they are. I just don't. The person I'm, I'm hey, you could know, end exactly. up dating. I have a question. How yeah. old is this guy? Let's take a guess. How That's old? A good do, question. How old, good do you, how old do you think they are? Mm. Price is right. Rules apply. Closest to the actual number without getting over takes the W here. Hey, Carlos Camera, what do you think? Lock your guess in. I'm going to guess 22. 
You're locked in with 22, Cam Shaft. Well, what are you thinking? Gonna, Come on down. Judging by the Velcro wallet he had, I'm going to say, <laughs> I don't know, I'm going to say 24. You're locked in with 24, Jordan Jet. What do you think? I'm going to say 20. You're 20. Locked, locked in at 20. <laughs> Keep in mind, I myself turned 30 on May 2nd, 2023. Dan, how old do you think the person I could be dating is? 18. That's action. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Whoa. That's crazy. That's a good guess. That's an insult. Every other guess has been taken. Sam, what do you think? <laughs> How old? I hope above 25. Above 25. <laughs> What's yeah. dumber, 18 or above 25? <laughs> uh, I love a self-aware Zach. I love a self-aware Zach. Yes, I don't blame you. And the answer is, with a drum roll, Kelsey, please share. How old is he? 21. 21. Blackjack. Wow. hey -o. Yeah, 21. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you were the closest yeah. without getting over. Jordan Jet gets the W, everybody. All right. 21. 21. So four years away from renting a car. <laughs> Nine years away from being as old as I am. Yeah. I told my sister that, and she did gag. Why did she gag? Oh, because that, that, that's like five years younger than her. So. Nah, I'm, she's probably changing her baby's diaper when you're talking to her. That's yeah, why that. she gagged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least she wasn't changing his. Yeah. Um, Anywho's. <laughs> All right. I mean, that's not. Come on. No, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, this is coming from Daniel, who I witnessed go on a date with like a 19 year old girl. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. did not happen. No, you engaged. You got engaged to her. <laughs> Dan, as your wife. Now you're making stuff up, guys. No, are, is anybody in this room judging me? Be honest. No. no. Sam is. No. Well, I don't know. A little bit. I can feel. I can feel it. If you're happy, I'm happy for you. Thank you. Kelsey, wait. What do you think? What do you Use the microphone, gang. You get on there. I just, I just, you know, I get on the mic. I can't hear you. Oh my God. By the way, we I it's it's I, three people who have been on the radio since fucking Marconi invented it, and then three people who don't even know what the fucking radio is. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Thank you. What are you Kelsey. saying, Kelsey? All I was saying. Is oh, you're I, still not on the mic. I express my concerns. <laughs> yeah. But like now, you know, whatever, you know. Re-express them. You, I talked and we heard it when you told me. Oh. Remember, I was like, "That's my younger sister's age." <laughs> that's you did say that, yeah. I don't think and it's that big of a deal, you know. And then and then we got to like I, uh, you know, as long as you're aware, and I'm I'm I am happy for you, and I do like this person. So. Thank you, Kelsey. Yeah. Thank you for your honesty. Wow, what a day we're having. Yeah, it's a good day. Love is in the air. Yeah. Can you feel the love tonight? That's good. Some good shit. Anywho, uh, if anybody has a problem with the age difference, let, call me and let me know. Because real talk, I have more in common with this person than most people my own age. What do you have in common? Let's we have a lot. What like we weirdly, pop culture knowledge that is incredibly niche. Like we are our, like our TV tastes align, our movie tastes align, our music tastes align. But yet we still remain different from one another. It's very weird. But again, I'm getting to know this person every second of every day because I've only known them since Thursday. <laughs> um, so it's very much a work in progress. Yeah, it's not even been a week. Oh, man. I just realized that. But honestly, I need help. I do. It's the Zach Sang Show. You know, it's so weird. For uh, 10 years, we were on the real radio. Uh, you know, real radio. And every year around the summer into the fall, you talk about first day of school. Mm -hmm. 
because it's like what the people are doing. You know, you talk about the seasons, you talk about the motion of society and sure. where the world's going. And uh, the only thing I've been seeing on my feed because of the first day of school was this story of this third grade teacher who showed up to work drunk. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, it's rough, dude. Being a teacher sucks. And we underappreciate teachers every second of every day. We don't give them enough resources. We don't give them enough pay. We don't give them anything to do our, their job properly. But we do expect them somehow, some way to fucking figure out how to fire a weapon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you crazies. I did. Uh, I told you guys recently, I did that summer camp where I had to teach kids like how to use Legos and make little movies and stuff. And Cam almost I, killed a kid. I uh, no, I didn't. That Come on, it was his fault. Um, <laughs> now, I, I that was truly the first, not the first time, but where I really got a different understanding of the amount of patience a teacher has. It's crazy. Like it is absolutely insane to think about. Being around my two and a half year old nephew is like competing in the Olympics all the time. It is mentally straining. You have to be. You have to think for them, be aware for them, be alert for them, and then they don't stop moving. Just imagine a gaggle of them, a horde of them, oh. a gang of children, twelve yeah. of them, twenty of them, thirty of them in some classes. And these teachers have bare bare minimum resources, if any. They probably don't have a, a system that's necessarily fully supportive, and they're doing the best they can. It's it sucks to be a teacher. It's hard to be a teacher. I asked you guys a little while ago what your GPA was in school, and mine is bad, not great. <laughs> yeah, well, whose is lower though? Mine or yours, Dan? What's your what was yours? Why would you just assume mine's low? Because uh, I know you probably barely spent any time in class to begin with, because mm. you were in the principal's office. You were the kid in school. Spent a lot of time there. That like you thought you were being funny, but the reality was you were just being a dick. Well, I think it goes both ways. I think I was being funny, <laughs> but was also being a dick. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, what did you like, land in the principal's office for? Oh, oh just dozens, a bad boy. Like what? Like, what are we talking about? Like, I, getting into fights? Or no, are we no, talking I, about I wasn't swearing in class. Yeah, I just, I had, a, I had a, uh, I had a foul mouth. I would talk back to teachers. You know what I mean? No. And why? <laughs> and if you, if it was all filmed and you watched it back, you'd be like, you're being a dick, but like that was really funny. No. <laughs> you know? There's just no way that anybody except for you would think that. No, trust me, the class was laughing. <laughs> I got quite a reaction. I and got kicked straight on out of there. I would love to talk to your mom about this because your mom has alluded to really horrendous things you've committed. Well, they're not horrendous. They're, no, they're bad. I just got written up a lot, and my mom just had to come pick me up from school a couple times because I was told it's time for Dan to go home. A couple times? And then every time you got kicked out of class or written up or thrown out of class or whatever, you got these like write-ups, and there was this whole paper of yeah. like what happened, and my mom's just got a nice collection of them. Yeah, see that? I want to see the collection. They're fucking hilarious. I need to read the collection. I got yeah. detention one time. That's oh. it? And I was mortified <laughs> for a couple of reasons. Number one, detention. I was the I was a big rule follower when I was a kid. <laughs> you like if be. I stepped out of line, oh my God, it would freak me the hell out. <laughs> and the reason I got detention the one time was because it was during sex ed and I sneezed, but my teacher thought I was laughing. Uh, automatic detention. Really? Because they were talking about penises and stuff. And you were just, you just got and a little I dust sneezed. up your, your I sneezed. Yeah. There were, and what always aggravated me is like, other kids in the class were joking around, passing notes. I sneeze, I get detention. I'm sorry, Cameron. And then they tell my parents I laughed in sex ed. Wow. And then it had to become a whole thing. <laughs> Why are we laughing in sex ed? Our penis is funny? You know, yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. they still are. By As nature, yes. Old man, they yeah, are. Hilarious. Sorry, they are. <laughs> Damn. You never got in trouble, did you? You followed all the rules. No, I got, you know, I would show up late to class. Wow, some things never change. How did you show up late to class if I, you were like in fourth grade? Well, first period, well, high school. 
And oh, okay. I would, I was a problem. And then I d would get in trouble when I was in Catholic school. So middle school and elementary school, but that's because, uh, they just put really intense parameters and they, they really didn't like me. And they hated the fact that my mom was like a single mom and divorced and from time to time would, would be late paying the school bill. Cause it was a private school. Yeah. So they'd like take it out on me in like the weirdest ways, like weird, weird fucked ways. I feel like that's like, what happened to me too. Once I, one time I got so, they, they put me in a library and made me copy the dictionary for three days straight. The entire dictionary? I swear to fucking God. I literally had to sit there in the fucking library while all the classes came in and out, and I had to handwrite the entire dictionary for as long as I could go for three straight school days. Jesus. You know what, Zach? Here's the thing. I sit here and I admit, yeah, I was being a dick and I deserve to get kicked out of class and thrown out of school or whatever. I feel like I you were also, but you're just not admitting it. No, I did. I, first of all, I was, I was eight years old. So what yeah. did I do at eight years old that made me, that, that was deserving of sitting for three days isolated, copying the dictionary, handwriting, like hand, what? It sounds like something from like Matilda. Yeah, it it's real. It's, <laughs> did you, I swear to God. Do you have well, any recollection of what you did? Oh, well, they, um, it's so weird. They, they had a, accused me of, <laughs> they had accused me of like uh, lying about a teacher. I had gone to my mom and said something about a third grade teacher. Because like the, she, there was a fight that had happened in the back of the school, like the back of the classroom. Yeah. And I just told my mom loose details about it. And then my mom, being a concerned parent, was like, what's going on? And their response was like, he's lying. Put him in the library. Oh. Yeah. You know what? You uncovered something. And they were afraid uh, of what you uncovered. And All, they punished you for it. The God's truth is like, I do remember, like I remember very loosely what was going on in the back of the classroom that made me like talk to my mom as this girl like hysterically fucking crying um and yeah weird but i do remember copying the dictionary for three days straight it was horrendous i also went to uh, i was in a lutheran school when i was in elementary school and growing up i didn't think like oh i thought that was pretty typical not that weird i felt normal about it mm. and then recently i had some memories come back Nuts. Uh, and I'm like, that was maybe, maybe we should reconsider That's messed up. that concept. Because I remember, I think I was in fourth or fifth grade, and we were in chapel, and they were asking us to pray for George W. Bush to win the election. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> no way. I swear <laughs> to God. Nuts. That's what you did in school. That's I nuts. swear to God. And by the way, it worked. And uh, <laughs> that's God, God is real. Prayers were answered. <laughs> Collective energy, motherfuckers. <laughs> that's crazy stuff. Isn't that wacky? Yeah. That's totally whacked. And Harry Potter was the devil, and you know. <laughs> See, that's interesting. Like, really, I did, you guys? I didn't. No, I didn't experience that. I did go to mass every day for a long time. Yeah, like every day, eight a.m. mass would attend. I also was a altar, like an altar server. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I was that for three years. So, like, I was serving at mass maybe three or four times a week. Ugh. Read the Bible a couple times, but um. I don't know. It was just bad. Like the people that ran the school that I went to were just bad. Like the secretary, like he used to call me an animal and say I deserve to be in a cage. Like for a long time, they had convinced me that I was going to end up in jail. It was like this thing that like haunted me and made me like, really afraid. That's that is it was up. really crazy. Took me like it took me a few years and decent amount of therapy to figure it out. Well, I'm glad you did. Well, look at me now. Private school sounds like it sucks. It, Shout out it to is. public school. It's, Dan, it is crazy. And but what people don't talk about enough is the transition of going from a tiny private school to a very large public school. Because to put it into perspective, there was eight grades plus uh, like two preschool classes in that made up my middle school, elementary school. Yeah. 
And between all of them, there may have been 90 kids. I had the same experience. Maybe 80. Yeah. So to go from a school between 80 and 90 people to a school that's 2,800 people deep. Yeah. And you can fit, like, my, like, you can stand at one side of my school and see the entire fucking school. Literally, yeah. it was that small. Same. So to go from that to, like, I mean, what is, like, a metropolis, like a tiny city. We didn't have a gym. Really? That's nuts. Yeah. We, I, I, I went to school with the same 12 kids until I went to high school. Yeah, when we went common. to the same high school my freshman year, everybody split off and got their own friends. I thought that was the weirdest thing. See, well, it's like, what do you mean? We're not all going to be friends anymore? See, it was wild. Like, <laughs> the kids that graduated in middle school, like, stuck together because they all went to the same types of high school. Yeah. And then the only person who went to public high school out of my graduating class was myself. Yeah. I was probably the first person to go to public high school for the first one in years. But that freaked you out. Oh, terrifying. I had no friends. But in hindsight, that's the reason why I started radio, which yeah. is why we're talking here today. An egg in their face. Yeah. Look at me now. <laughs> I lost my virginity at 30. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got the last laugh now? Still them. <laughs> Definitely still fucking them. It's... What is it again? Oh yeah, it's the Zach Sang Show. Is this messed up? I'm supposed to go to a movie... A movie. Birthday party tonight. Jesus. And Dan is invited as well. Yes. Kelsey got invited only after I told the person to invite her. Mm-hmm. And like you're... Like, very close to this person. Max, he's been on our show before. He makes cookies from time to time. Dan, are yep. you going to this birthday extravaganza? Um, I am. I I would like to, but it's just not convenient for me tonight, which is the issue I'm running into. Mm-hmm. One, because I have work stuff that needs to be done for tonight and tomorrow morning, and I don't know when I'm going to get that done. And two, you need to wear a suit, and I don't know one of those. Okay. Would you be okay... If I took your spot at the party and gave it to the person that I'm currently maybe dating, sure, you can if, have my spot if, if you want. I don't go, yeah. Cameron didn't get invited. Ouch. Dan, when will you make a decision if you're going to go or not? Um, in a bit. <laughs> When's a bit? I don't know. In a bit, like when the show's over, when we're done this, and I look and say, okay, what do I exactly need to do before tomorrow morning? Let's see if I can swing it. Okay. Well, should we call our friend Max? And get approval to make this swap because I know that each guest position has a dollar amount sent to it. So if somebody doesn't fill the the spot, it's going to cost him money, right, Kelsey? No, I already had a Venmo. I'm, I already paid. Oh, you already paid? Yeah. So if, oh, I'd pay. Well, well you know, so I'd, if, if if I give you my spot, I get what I paid plus double. Yeah, it's called interest. <laughs> yeah. So it's free market, baby. <laughs> Capitalism. It is what someone's <laughs> willing to pay for it, right? Yeah, now we're talking about it. I can make a little money on it. I think, yes. Yeah. Should we, anybody else in the room care to bid? By the way, is it? I'll, t- I'll take a transaction fee for setting up a swap. <laughs> <laughs> is it rude? We can to, arrange that, Kelsey. Is it rude to bring somebody that he, somebody that like he doesn't know to his birthday dinner? Um, no, I don't think he'll take offense to that. And it's like, I'm assuming it's a big party, right? I don't know if it's big because I know he kept saying he didn't want to do anything big. Mm. So I don't know if it's big. So do we call him? Well, and do we soft ditch? Like, do you softly ditch this event? And then I swoop in and go, don't stress because I have someone who will take that spot. As somebody who does not have a dog in this fight. Yes. I don't think that you should call a person whose birthday it is today. Is it his an birthday hour today? and a half. It's his birthday today. Oh, an hour and a half before his party, oh, and rude. like 
make it his problem. Oh, you're right. So I think it's I think it's personally I think it's okay to swap if you are bringing the same amount of bodies and it's not a complete stranger. Like this person's going to be with you. It's not like you sold it on Craigslist. Yeah. I think it's fine. Just I think tender. you just got to handle it yourself instead of making it his problem. Okay, I like that advice. That's good. That's good. What do you think of that, Kelsey? I think Cameron makes a good point. Thank you. I've I've been I have some I every know. now and then. I mean, I'm part of me feels like maybe Max should know at least. So he's not taken that, by like, surprise that Dan isn't there. I mean, yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, when he goes, where's Dan? Okay. Dan's not here, but it's okay. Here's this other guy. You say, right. That's not Dan. That's right. not- I, don't give a, I don't give a shit who this guy is. <laughs> I've got it. I've got it. Here's the plan. Okay. You know, that, like in the movies when the guy has like a big trench coat and there's somebody underneath him yes. in the trench coat. Yeah. So Dan, just wear the trench coat. You can sneak Zach's guy in. No, Dan's and then not. you can leave. Dan's not coming. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh. Or because I don't have a suit, I can. You, this guy can dress up and I can sneak in without a suit on. Oh. And once I'm in, we can both be in and I don't have to get a suit. That's a good Wait, idea. This is a lot of work. You or, let me know if you're going to go. I'm, I'm trying to decide. Or. I'm, I'm a last minute guy. Just bring this guy and say, this is what Dan looks like when he cleans up. <laughs> Apparently, I shower Dan more than this suit. kid, though. T. T. Well, you let me know on this birthday party, okay? I will. When do you think, though? <laughs> this isn't about you. This is about Max, and this is about me. And it's about profit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, you let me know, okay? All right. Okay. Well, if you're going to the zoo, can you not hold <laughs> what, what a transition? <laughs> I feel like a local news anchor. Well, if you're going to the zoo this weekend, remember, keep your cell phones away from that gorilla pen because you know all hell can break loose. Details at eleven. <laughs> gorillas on the loose. You know what else we could do? Leave the gorillas in the wild. You're right, Dan. What if I want the wild, Dan? Want the wild to be brought to me? Yeah. What if, the wild, wild. what if the wild's mine now? Yeah, bring, I don't understand. <laughs> bring the I'm wild. A human. To, bring yeah, the wild yeah, to my yeah. neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want, the, I want the wild to my backyard, and that's what happens all over the country and all over the world. Zoos exist, and in Canada, there is a zoo that's urged the public to stop showing gorillas their phone because it's upsetting them and affecting their relationships. Yeah, I believe it. No, I've seen these videos. Yeah, but also, like, we should learn from this. Phones ruin all relationships because it's a way True. we communicate, and communication leads to heartbreak. Break. Also, have you ever seen Planet of the Apes? This does not end well. You're, dude, I do believe that all animals talk to each other subconsciously or even consciously. Like, they communicate. Yeah. They're on a different fucking frequency, bro. I agree. They're, like, they're planning to take over at some point. Uh, yes. Yes. That's the plot of a old television show on CBS called Zoo. Oh. Check your local listings. <laughs> well, Toronto, the, the Toronto Zoo has taped up a sign onto their glass gorilla enclosure that reminds everybody the rule. It says, for the well-being of gorilla troop, please refrain from showing them any videos or photos as some content can be upsetting and their relationships and behavior within their family. I've seen the videos. They get overstimulated by what people are showing them and then every day they come to the glass to see another video instead of just being gorillas. gorillas. Mm. Why the fuck are you doing this, people? Because people, people, other are people assholes. are recording the people showing the video on a different yeah, phone, and it, it's they want to go viral. They want to go viral. They want to. They, they want to. Why are you? Why are you poking the flow? You're 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 sticking your your stuff into the higher system, the natural order. Don't do it. It's just like why do we show babies iPads to distract them and get a funny reaction? And yeah. And then they get addicted to it. I kind of. My nephew is addicted to his iPad. He cannot exist without it. It's. Bad, and he's two and a half years old. 
I don't know about yeah. you guys, but the last time I've been to a zoo, it's not fun. No, they're it's sad. very depressing. The last time I went to a zoo, I was on a date, and we went to the Central Park Zoo, and it was a lot of fun. That's right. good. That's good for you. It was a little hectic. They ended up missing their flight that night, but we had a good time. So Zach can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. The zoo was good. We saw penguins. We saw the seals. Saw a couple polar bears. The last couple times I've gone, they just, like, I make eye contact with an animal, and they're like, get me out of here, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they seriously. Tell you can't? Well, that's what it feels like. They Honestly, it does, especially the one that we live by. Like, like, it's terrible. The polar bears, there should not be polar bears in Central Park. No. Leave them in the cold. I've actually never been to a Los Angeles zoo. Don't go. I, you know, I went to a zoo once in Garden City, Kansas. It was pretty good. They have a they have a cool giraffe I mean, uh, situation. There's there. there's some out there that like do well and yeah. do do good by the well, animals. By the way, and, we need zoos in a lot of cases, and yeah, but and having zoos actually lead to a a, 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 a it helps fight extinction because we have the ability to control and concentrate animals to ensure that we actually have them being procreated and then there's people like tiger king yeah do it wrong and disgracefully disgusting but i get like zoos are underwhelming it's hard like and then by the way like it, it's not a controlled entertainment thing it's up to the animals vibe and energy you know yeah. they're not always down to perform i wouldn't be not me be like get these kids away from me yeah freaks gosh zoo on a, uh, on a date though is a good one highly recommend it's, a, it's a, just a good option. I know you have a girlfriend, Dan, so. We don't go to the zoo. Well, yeah, you go to, you go to your house. Yeah. Where else do you go? What else? What else? Where else do you go? On our dates? Yeah. I'm not going to tell you. Zach's going to show up there. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> come on. Yo, I don't want to. Olive wanna... Garden? No. I've always said my dream date. Let me know you think of this, Cameron. Yeah. Zach, you can chime in. You can take your little boyfriend on there if you want. Give me credit, though. <laughs> We uh we go to IHOP in the morning, eat some pancakes, eat some waffles, you know, hello breakfast thing. Yeah. And then we go and hang out in the mall parking lot until the mall opens and we go to build a bear. That's a good day. And we build a bear. Yeah. Date's over. <laughs> do you keep the bear? Well, you so you keep you can you can so the whoever whoever's the date the one going on the date the keeps the bear. Dated, yeah. And if the date goes really well, you got this this bear and you're like, look at this. We built this, you know, 20 years ago on our first date. How cute. So, and if the date doesn't go well, you just light it on fire and burn it. <laughs> you know what did, I mean? Did, effigy. <laughs> did you do that with your current girlfriend? No, I haven't done with that one, done that with her. So I kind of blew it. That's like more of a first date, you know? Is she jealous? <laughs> so it's of, over now. Yeah, I've fucked up. Is she jealous of all your bears? I haven't done this date yet. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You, yeah, I'm waiting for... I was about to say something real special. Could have got myself in the doghouse. <laughs> <laughs> waiting for, just waiting for the perfect day, you know? The perfect day. Yep. The perfect day. It's got to be that, right outside. That's a good outside. date, right? I hop and then fucking Build-A-Bear? Yeah. That's Name good. a better date. I can't. I'll wait. You know? Dan and I once worked with someone <laughs> oh. on our show. Oh, man. What? Who, who, who <laughs> fell in love with Dan and went up to him and said... I want to go to IHOP with you. I, I want to go to build a bear with you. Yeah, like this is the first time I've, I've told that dirt first date idea. And this woman got real teary-eyed. She's like, I she feel bad. I feel bad. I feel bad, but I, I'm going to tell it. She got a little teary-eyed and she said, whenever you talk about that date, I, I picture me and you doing it together. She was crying when she said that. Oh my God. <laughs> and I said, oh, okay. <laughs> what? I would have given to be in that room. 
going to make my next question a lot easier, Dan. Will you go to IHOP with me? Yeah. <laughs> I will. I cannot believe that that was real life. What did you say to her? Just okay. I don't know. I blacked out in that moment. I don't. I don't know. I so I'm okay. So how was it? How was I hop with her? <laughs> we haven't gone. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we haven't gone. Oh man, that was weird. I don't know how I would handle that. Right? Imagine like a imagine you tell this like first date idea, which is a little weird. But and you, then some but you co- say it on the air, like we're talking about it. Yeah, I said it on, on the, the show. Air. It'd be like Cameron. It'd be like you pulling me aside in like I don't know a week and be like, "Hey, Dan, you remember when you were telling me about that first date? Yeah. <laughs> I picture I, I picture me and you doing it." Together. <laughs> I know, I get it. But did she ever go like, do you want to go to Build-A-Bear with me? Did she ever ask me? Yeah, did she give you the opportunity to say no? I think I think in that moment she was hoping I would say, let's do it. <laughs> but that's not and what instead happened. Instead you said, I'm more of a Denny's guy. <laughs> yeah. And ran away. <laughs> Funny you mentioned that. <laughs> I'm going to KB Toys, bye. <laughs> oh my God. I'm over for Rotten Teddy Bear guy, bye. <laughs> Oh my god! All the fucking zany brain. That's one of those stories. That it's like, did that actually happen? No, yeah, I still you know, think about it every day, and it, it, so did, it did happen. You don't think about it every day? Well, no, I don't think about it every day. Yeah, when the I one that got away. It, <laughs> whenever that, whenever that story comes off, I'm like, wow, that did happen. And to be fair, this person was going through a divorce at the time, so they were oh, leaving man. their husband. It was during the middle of the pandemic, so they clearly weren't in their right mind. Um, oh, okay, now that's offensive to me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I didn't realize it was that recent. Oh, yeah. Wow. It was probably, what, three three years ago? That's fresh. Uh, yeah. By the way, mm. Dan doesn't really remember much of the time we spent together, but he definitely remembers I mean, that. how the hell am I going to forget that one? <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> that's one of those things where I, I really do look back and I'm like, how that, did that really happen? Why do I feel like she told me that she had feelings for you and I was just like, you got to tell him. You got to share it with them. Well, I mean, I can't well, speak on that. Well, to be fair, I was in this moment of like where I thought I was in love with my best friend of 13 years and I chose to tell them. So I was very much in this era of like, let's be honest, the pandemic's here. We can die. <laughs> <laughs> so just share it. I know what you mean, though. That's like, yeah. I think a lot of people went through that. Yeah, it didn't work out. A lot of, I think that's probably what this girl did. Yeah. She's like, you know what? I could be going tomorrow. I got to say my piece. I want to go build a bear with you, Dan. I feel like this one was just like, you know, shoot your shot. Yeah, and it hit the rim and bounced off. Unfortunately, yeah. they don't all go in. That's right. It's true. <laughs> it's just the idea of you with her doing anything, like the thought of like you guys walking and holding hands. Yeah. Or, all right. Listen. Thought of you being happy. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a joke. Gosh, I mean, you um, should let your girlfriend know now that there was other like ladies in your life. I'm sure she assumes that, I right? Assume she knows that. I don't think she's no. under the impression that she's only like oh, the only yeah. one you've ever been with, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not you. Right. <laughs> you. Told her that, you know, you've been deflowered, right? Yeah, I've told her I've been around the block a couple of times. <laughs> okay. Gross. She's been to a few build a bear locations. <laughs> yeah. In almost every IHOP. <laughs> Twice. Uh, <laughs> damn, dude. Well, anyway, that's all I got. Uh, no, it. just kidding. I do want to talk about this giraffe in Tennessee. <laughs> it's pretty interesting. I know that sounds crazy, like right out the gate. Giraffe, Tennessee, what the fuck? But this is the only giraffe born without spots. Oh, that's, that's weird. Yeah, it's sick. The only other uh, spotless giraffe that was born was in Japan in 1972. And this one is in Tennessee. What does this mean for us? 
Is this a sign of something to come? I don't know, man. Um, it could be a little scary because think about it. Like something without its spots, it always has its spots. Are all drafts going to be different now? Are we slowly aging out of the, the, the era of spotted giraffes? Like are they generationally evolving to protect themselves for some deeper reason? That's what I mean. This feels biblical. That's yeah, big. It's huge. I just think it's... This and the aliens. Watch out. No, seriously, though. It could be the start of something. And if all the aliens band... If all the animals band together and start working together, it started here. What, with well, a giraffe? With a spotless giraffe? Well, technically, I think it started with the alligator that ate a kid at Disney. Oh, so I feel like... you remember that? Yeah, that was... Yeah, dude. I think I feel like they're all talking to each other, man. In hindsight. Poor design. <laughs> For real, like, that kid should not have been able to get anywhere close to that alligator pond. That's the headline there. But but that was like when that happened. It was a string of a bunch of animal moments where they were just revolting against humans. Yeah, and I really do think that it's connected. Think about it. We got we we got the gorillas right now. We got a spotless giraffe. Wow. We got Zazu from the Lion King. You never know. You what never you know. It's a big what? What do you do? What? What Zazu do? What didn't Zazu do? You should consult with him. I think he has an understanding of what's going on throughout all of the kingdom. The animal kingdom, Cameron. Oh, would you look at that. Oh, would you look at that. Zach is late to his own show. Who's surprised? Zach Sang Show. Oh, there he is. Nice of you to join us, Zach. Somebody should do a show on AM dedicated to all kids, Bob. Uh, what if you got like all the, the the performers from Kids Bop throughout the years that nobody knows their names or gives two shits about, and uh, just have them tell the stories behind the records? You know the lyric that uh, <laughs> I'll put that special together. Four people tuned in. <laughs> you know the lyric Akesha does before I leave, brush my teeth, grab what bottle of Jack. A bottle of Jack. In the Kids Bop version, it's before I leave, brush my teeth, and then I go pack. <laughs> Wait, that's it. What else you got? Keep going. Uh, Taylor Swift's blank space. Instead of got a long list of ex-lovers, it says got a long list of some others. Oh. So, that really, wait, that rhymed. This is a good one on uh, blank space. But blank space by Taylor Swift. Instead of got a long list of ex-lovers, they change it to got a long list of some others. All right, clever. You, you ain't listening to a fucking word I said, huh? D did you say that one already? <laughs> no. My bad. I can't read and do it at the same time, Dan. Fuck. Wait, that was so scary. I thought you Like, you haven't not. done that before. I thought you were joking. No. no. I wasn't joking. That was genuine. No, that's what I'm afraid. Yeah, I've done that, but it's you- It's hard. You really it's hard to read and listen. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. <laughs> Well, I thought you were saying an Ariana Grande one. I really thought you had a stroke or something. I was really scared. Maybe I am having a stroke. It smells like toast in here, isn't that it? My left arm hurts. With fast face swooping, arm tingling. I did that a couple weeks ago. Do remember? I forget what it was. Jesus. Anyway. You could be having a stroke, though. I know fast is a sign. Yeah, so, that's the know. headline here. I'm in danger. <laughs> okay. Listen to, listen to Zach live Monday through Friday on AMP.